Man, oh man, oh man. Time has finally arrived. The season two finale. And we had to bring on Sir Rosalo for the very last episode of the season. Not just because it's the season finale, but because Deontay Wilder hit this man with the two-hitter quitter and ended the fight in the first round. And we need to know what happened, why it happened, and where does it go from next? Like, does Wilder finally get Joshua? Does the Gypsy King... You know what I'm saying? Fury get Joshua. Who gets Joshua? That's that's what we want to see. And Rosal's going to tell us how that happens next. I wanted I wanted to get Roz's opinion on it real quick. And I feel like it's appropriate that I say real quick because that's how quick the fight was over. Um, Deontay Wilder, um, the man with the most unorthodox, sloppy technique in probably boxing history but has the most powerful punch since Mike Tyson. Um, Roz, would you care to enlighten us on, I wouldn't say what the hell happened, because we saw what happened, but (laughs) how did that happen? Uh, Honestly, I feel like a a lot of fighters underestimate how quick Deontay Wilder's one-two combo is. If you you pay attention to a lot of his knockouts, that it comes straight off a of one-two. He sizes you up walking in on that jab and and just lowers the boom with the right hand. Like, he did that with to Spazilka, if I said that name right. He just did that to Brazil. Um, he also did that to... Oh, who's the other guy? Um, Somebody who got knocked out fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Was it King Kong? No. No, no. Cause, yes, the Vern Berman. Like they yeah. went twelve rounds the first time. The second time he not he cleaned him up quick. Yeah, yes. cleaned him Put up way too quick, and they all walked straight into the one two. With um with Ortiz, it was a little bit different because he actually got winded. He punched himself out and had to regain his his strength back. So like, if you if you realize, he almost got. I think he almost went down in like the eighth round. Right. But, um, he came back and just unloaded with the combos because he 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 hadn't put in that much effort and fought that hard against someone who was really getting back at him and had to had to redirect. So once he understood where Ortiz's counters were coming from, he he made the adjustment, hit him with the one-twos, caught him with a couple lefts and rights, and then finished him with an uppercut and just dropped him for the, for the last time on the canvas. And to testify, to testify to what Roz is saying is he definitely, like you said, swings wild when he's throwing hooks, when he's throwing uppercuts and he's trying to knock somebody out. He loses his structure. He loses mm-hmm. his technique. But his straight and his, his his jab and his cross are almost always money. And if you actually watched the Brazil fight, yeah, it's it's money and it's fast. And if you actually watched the Brazil fight, this man got hit with both of them at the same time. Yep. <laughs> he got it's, hit, it's hit with both the left and the right at the same time. And Brazil walked in. He walked into it straight with with no guard like as soon as that first jab went he put his he put his left hand down and caught a right straight to the face yeah yeah like i feel like yeah. he like wilder is is good with that because that's coming off of a reset so like people think you're only going to throw like the jab back up or throw another jab and and set up your your cadence again but mm-hmm. what he does is he he sizes it up coming in how like how fast you're coming in hits you with that jab and com- completely unloads with the right hand yeah. And if you watch how he does his technique, you don't see that right hand coming because that left jab is still in your face. Yeah. And by the time that right connects, you 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 have no idea that it happened. Yeah. Nah, you're right. That... On the floor like Jesus Christ. He right. he's a very like you said he's a very unorthodox boxer, and I think someone with 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 technical skills such as Wilder 
Um, sorry, sorry, such as Fury and honestly, Joshua could take them, take him into the later rounds. But if they're not ready for the pressure that he puts on people when he walks them down and and starts swinging wild, like you, you're only gonna <laughs> like his a name of those because at, at the reason why I think he throws wild like that or throws at those random angles is because it's hard to see those coming and they they, right. they come back to you, right to your face. They're not they're not just shooting over like he hooks them and it comes around the guard. So if you're not prepared for that kind of pressure with your boxing skill and keeping him at bay, you're going to have trouble, especially if he gets you in the corner. And I think that was one of my, like, I, I understood partly of that because I'm not, like, the huge uh, boxing aficionado as my, my compatriot is here. But I, I, was, I was discouraged by the way he fought Fury. Like, he didn't fight him. He fought him like, you know, Fury was the champ. <laughs> he well, fought him, like, very careful, you know. Like, I get it. Fury yeah. is just as unorthodox, which is why I think it was the, the match made in heaven, which so is why I'm glad think, it drew. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. You're good. So I was going to say, I think the biggest difference between the Fury fight and this fight was he obviously respected Tyson Fury. You know what I mean? This man, he didn't respect at all. Tyson Fury, think... he respects the work that Tyson Fury put in. He respects the technical fighter that Tyson Fury is. Mm-hmm. So he was looking to, like, get in and get his shots, but he knew that if he took too many chances... It was going to be a wrap on his end because he was because there was a chance that he wasn't going to knock Fury out. And if it went the distance, Fury would have won that if he was swinging too wild. Mm-hmm. I think I think he knew Fury was a lot more. Uh, his chin was stronger. I think he knew because because Fury's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like that man, <laughs> he's he's a nut job, just like Wagner is to a degree. Wagner's just uh, he he black crazy. Fury is. <laughs> nutty shit baddie crazy like he's, he's just, uh he's he's gypsy crazy he's a gypsy right a gypsy right king. he's his name he, he's he is his name so like i can understand why he didn't want to take that approach but i think if he would have came in with the with the crazy angles he would have like he did towards the end but he just didn't have enough gas he didn't have the yeah. power in his punch to knock him yeah. out because brazil like like you said brazil walking into both hands like mm. he just messed multiple up times <laughs> right right like back to back in like, one round, in a matter of two minutes and five seconds, he got he, hit with that combination at least four times. Yeah. And, and, and to, to piggyback off what you were saying, uh, Stat, is mm-hmm. I think he the way he prepared for Fury was he had he had he went into that fight understanding that Fury was not gonna stand still. As tall as that man is, as lanky as that man is, Fury is one of the most evasive heavyweight boxers in the division. Facts. He's, the way <laughs> that he facts. moves, the way that he moves and, and rolls with punches, it, it's it's beautiful. Like the it, people that watched that fight understood like the movement and the tactics that a man that size and that weight should not be able to do. A lot of that, but he's doing it. And when he fought, when uh, Wilder fought Brazil, mm-hmm. Brazil was walking like a, like a, like a sack of bricks straight towards him. He there was no he was there was no head movement. Yep. There wasn't no feints. He he was trying to trying to keep him at bay with the jab. But once Wilder gets past your jab, what are you doing? If you're not moving your also, feet, you're not moving your head, you're stuck. And also, Wilder had the reach. So it's like, how are you going to keep him at bay with a jab when he can still hit you over the jab? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to be able hooked. to dance. And I, don't, I mean, it's not a beauty pageant contest, but I don't think he was conditioned enough for that. And, and no, we've seen the weight Wilder. I mean, Fury, sorry, I keep doing it. We've seen the weight that Fury had to lose. We've seen, like, how much he had to put into training to come back. The, the few tune-up fights that he did have, he was mm-hmm. still working for that Wilder fight. All right. You know, Brazil took that fight 
after four people turned down that Wilder fight. Mm-hmm. He wasn't he wasn't ready for that. He, you know, I, I think he should have had more time and and possibly fought maybe even taken a different fight before taking that challenge. I was just about to say, I feel like he came out of nowhere because when I saw the name, I'm like, all right, I'm not the biggest, like I said, boxing yeah. person, but like who Brazil like who? I can't even say his name right. Brazil had a, uh, had the opportunity. He did fight Joshua and lost too, I, which is why I don't understand why they would have chosen him to fight Wilder because I, I think if you can't get past, obviously it's going to be hard, but if you can't even stand toe to toe with Joshua for a very long for for a full twelve rounds, it why are we putting him up against Wilder? Right, Wilder is a oh. KO artist. Like he's he's going to try to put you to bed within the first. He talking about. But did you see that video he had out there where he was like, "We have bad blood and like boxing yes. is the only sport where you can kill." I was like, oh, he about to murder this man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying nobody, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's also, you know, people talk like that because they're trying to, like. Every, no, no, this, no, 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 This was different. This was different. He death wanted to hurt that man because I know for a fact that Brazil got into an altercation with Wilder's brother. Oh. Oh. Yeah, see, Brazil got yeah, into an nah, altercation it was, it was with Wilder's Dunzo. brother at, a, at an event in the past. That's why Wilder was ringside at the Joshua Brazil fight. Ah. Oh, look at you, Mo. The dollars are making sense. There we go, Mo. That's what I like to hear. But but with that being said, what I was going to say is nobody nobody expected Brazil to even put up a fight. Like, nobody thought – like, if Brazil had made it to the fourth round, it would have been a good fight. People would have been shocked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because to be honest, I thought it was going to go five – between five and seven. I thought he was going to at least be on his bike for the first three rounds. But he wasn't moving around, but you know, I, I don't know where what their training regiment was for him. If it was to be more power and, and to kind of stun Wilder and, and, and keep him at him bay with go. his punches, try and get him because even when he did get back into the ropes, he hit Wilder with the right hand oh, and yeah. it, it pushed Wilder back for a little bit. But Wilder's like, you know what? He said, Now I see there what the power is. I took that shot, I ate it. Now I'm about to lay him out, yeah, and that's right, exactly right, right. okay. Let me ask you, boxing guru. This fight, I feel like, was obviously one-sided, right? Yes. I'm not saying these other fights are going to be first-round knockouts, but Mm -hmm. Joshua versus Ruiz Jr., June 1st. Duh. And then Fury versus Schwartz, June 15th. Duh. Which one of those do you think is more lopsided or why? I think Fury and Schwartz is more lopsided. Okay. Um, Big time. As... as I guess I would say as unknown and, and not to disrespect, as unknown as Ruiz is compared to Anthony Joshua, if you look at his resume, even though the some of the fights aren't big name, he's 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 done a good job for his resume. Okay. I think the Fury versus Schwartz is Wilder versus Brazil. That's some shit people don't want to see. <laughs> okay. Like they, they want to see they want to see the three biggest heavyweights go against each other. Yeah. Right. And, I'm like I'm just waiting for Joshua to fight Wilder now. I'm like and, I'm just, exactly. just waiting patiently. I and want to see not, Wilder Fury again. I would love to see I that. that but I, I think it, I think they need to I think they need to get some other fights in there. I don't think they should go. It's not going to be like the Ward Gotti trilogy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. it's, right. The, right. Those those boxers those boxers like on the with uh, in lower weight classes. They're faster. They move a lot more, so you get to see more. Like the boxing, the the boxing fans get to see more movement, and the fight fans get to see more punches thrown. In the heavyweight division, it's all about power. People want to see because there's not that much dancing around. They just sit there and slug. So you want to see the people like that that are able to slug it out, and then 
get to those fights where people are, are interested in the dancing. I feel like a lot of people were watching the the uh, Fury and Wilder fight, but they weren't really watching it. They just want, they were waiting, waiting for the knockdowns. They were waiting for a lot of stuff to happen. So get those fights out of the way where we see the the slug it out, and then get back to the Wilder Fury where they're where they're the perfect match for each other. The ebb and flow of that fight, I I was it was a brilliant fight. I loved it. It was it was great watching that fight. And even if we don't get those fights, get some of the under he- the lesser heavyweights to fight. Like if Ruiz was fighting Big Baby Miller or Adam Kalnaki, oh, yeah. like those those fights, like those those people, those are the fighters that aren't worried about their 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 their, their mm-hmm. abdomens, their six packs coming out. Those are the people that like to slug. Adam uh, Kalnaki is from Brooklyn, born in Poland. He is one of the highest pressure fighters I've seen that that are coming up in the ranks right now. Like he doesn't worry about his conditioning too crazy, uh, as far as like showing off with a six pack. He's got he's you know he's got the dad bod going on, but that man that man's output for punches is ridiculous, and he's relentless with his power. Okay. So like we, if you want to see those kind of fights, let's get those fighters to fight each other. It, while we're waiting for the, the, the big three to, to come around and sign those contracts. Man, damn all of that. If Anthony <laughs> Joshua, Wilder, y'all need to fight. Fury, oh, of course Fury, they definitely think, do. But you got to think about think it. How long did it take Pacquiao it. and Mayweather to fight? Until man, Mayweather. Uh, no more. Exactly. Man, damn, so damn, it, damn Mayweather. You know, the way the way that it's set up, in that I've seen that it's set up in the boxing game, is they're going to wait. They're going to draw as much attention as they can, get as much money as they can for this fight, right. do a crazy tour, and then and then fight. Yeah. But like, listen, listen, do it like this. All right, we already seen Wilder fight Fury. Yes. Let let Fury. I don't I don't want to see Anthony Joshua lose to to Fury. So I what I would rather I would rather the winner of the fight get Fury. I'd rather beat that. I don't want Joshua see, to fight Fury. I want to see Wilder, like, right. That's what I'm saying. If yeah, if you think about it, he's the lineal champion. But between Joshua and Wilder, they're that's holding three. belts. Yeah, they're holding the they're holding the meat belts. They're holding the the, the, the I got the power, WBC, the I got money belts. It's the, the IBO, right. the WBC, and the WBO. The yeah, I think. And Joshua owns two, and then uh, um, Wilder, Wilder has, has the one. He has the one. The okay. IBL, I believe. So, uh, like, so if you have those two fight first, and then Fury fights and gets all those belts, I feel like that's that cuts that short. If we have him fight Joshua for a belt, if he wins, now he's got to fight, fight Wilder, and those somebody's taking those belts. Yeah. Okay, so if Joshua fights someone, they're taking both belts. He can't just put one up, like. I, I, I don't, you know, as you know, I know it doesn't work like that. I don't, I've never seen a person just put up one belt. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I've never, I've seen, never that seen a person just put up one belt unless they were coming into the division that like the, a different div- weight division where they got a belt and then fought, yeah. you know, while they were still uh, retaining okay. the belts in other, another division. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Okay. It, like, I, I would, I would see where it's like, you're almost, it's kind of like signing a prenup where it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know where this is going to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> but just in case it goes south, he's like, I got two belts. I'll <laughs> right. take half, you take and half. And honestly, that would be smart, you know. I mean, spread spread that wall a little bit, and then let's have, right. let's have him fight all over again. Well, you know, if, if you're right, Joshua I would. Fight, Joshua put up one belt and lost. And then they all held one belt, but but both the Joshua Fury and the Wilder Fury fights were good. That would set up a crazy, yeah. Like, but I but I guess that's why like one person's purse is bigger than the other sometimes yeah, outside of promotions and all that good stuff. So, yeah. so this is an interesting question that I've heard like posed that I wanted to ask you, Roz, is I've been I've heard people say 
that Anthony Joshua Wilder, not even just Anthony Joshua Wilder, but this this Anthony Joshua Ruiz Jr. fight is going to be closer than people expect because it's going to be like one of his first fights against a major American fighter. Mm. Is that like a real thing? Like American fighters bring a different aspect to the ring than because I know I know for a fact Anthony Joshua is a very technical fighter. He's yes. very sound technically. He's not really going to be in there. Like Wilder goes in there and he's like. I'm, He's 41, 41 wins, 40 knockouts. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's putting people on the canvas. Yeah. Anthony Joshua's like, if I can put you on the canvas, I will. Yeah. But he'll take the 12 rounds. But, if it, but, I'm going to, but I know for a fact, if it goes 12 rounds, I'm going to get that W too. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Wilder, like the same thing with Wilder Fury. Wilder put himself in a situation where he was trying to go for the knockout and because he didn't get it, it ended in a draw. Nah, I think he put himself in position to get the draw. Because think, he was losing before he, he went for the damn knockout. He was he was losing. It was a close fight. He, he, but he was losing, though. I ain't going to lie to you because I, I was watching and I was very upset. I'm like, yo, come on, son. Come on, son. We can't let this gypsy guy. We can't let somebody call himself I, the gypsy king beat us. You know and, what's crazy? As much as I, I like watching us. Wilder fight, I, I, wanted Fury, I wanted to see Fury win that. I did too. After a while, I'm not. And no, I mean, I went into it wanting Fury to win. Oh, and when, when oh, Wilder yeah, dropped yeah, him, nah. bro, my heart sunk. I was like, yo, nah, he's nah, not nah, getting Bron, up. And Bron's the man bomber, stood bro. up. <laughs> no one stands up from a Wilder knockout. No, nah, he was knocked out. That's the, the sad part. Like, like he was legitimately knocked out, but he, he got was. Up. He was out cold, and the, the ref fucking, called the it. gypsy gods came down and picked his ass up off the floor. Yeah, yeah, nah. They definitely he did that for the sake. Nah, he did that because he know that purse for the rematch gonna be crazy. Because that's the only reason I'm getting him after that. Even he was even if he lost, he still would have got a. I feel like he still could have gotten a rematch. The fight was way too good for there not to be an option for a rematch. Right, I think I'm pretty sure they already have a contract signed. But, yeah, but um, they just need to work out the money part because that fight was amazing. Yeah, yeah but that that's was, what I'm saying. That was, that was especially, especially if Wilder had won by knockout, because like you said, stat up until that point, up until the knockdown, Fury was Fury he, was winning. That he fight. was up. He was up. So if he had lost by knockout, the rematch would have I think would have been more speculated because now, yeah, they fought to draw, and you know what I mean. They're like they're seen as even, mm. but it would have been like nah, Wilder won because he was able to get a lucky punch. You know what I mean? Whereas I, I think like, the I think the draw what it did. It made, I think it made Wildner a much better person. Like it gave him, like he didn't need humility. Yeah, but it gave him, but it gave him just enough for him to be able to know that he's not like there's somebody out there that's capable of beating him in like twelve rounds. Like someone's out there that there's only two people that can beat him in twelve rounds, and we know who those two are. And he just personally, you know, because obviously he's uh, he was undefeated. He had knocked down 39 out of 40 people before him and all that good stuff. But now that he knows, like seeing is believing for some people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he had all the confidence in the world, but he just talks differently now. Like I I know what he said about Brazil, but come on now. Um, He's him. Um, But it just I could I could tell the difference between pre Fury and now after Brazil. Like. I yeah, think he's. So I think after Fury, he became a lot more determined. Okay. To make sure that he takes it out of the hands of the judges yeah. from now on. Smart. Yes. Um, but to <laughs> Very go smart man. to go back to your question, Mo, about if Anthony Joshua would have a hard time with the Ruiz fight with an American fighter. With, with an American fighter, with an American fighter, not specifically Ruiz. Yes, I think that he would have a hard time because I feel like in it. From coming from any country, like there's there they have their their ways that are set. But I've a lot of American fighters are able to adapt a lot 
uh, I think they're very they're they're a little more craftier in, in how they go about doing it. If we're going to talk about uh, some other American boxers like Crawford, Terence Crawford is able to switch and 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 keep you guessing at what you're doing. There's a, there's a lot of fighters who are able to go left and right, or a lot of fighters who are able to to hone in on one specific thing that that'll that'll take them to the next level. If we're going to go Mayweather, the shoulder roll and his countering, you know what I mean. They, I think American fighters really pick a style or, or a way that they're going to fight and perfect it as opposed to where um, like fighters, from, fighters from the UK are more all around. You know, they're, they're, they're more of the Olympic style. Uh, they take that into the pros because as, like, as a lot of people know, pros and amateurs are very different the way they're fighting because in the amateurs, you're only going for points, really. Uh, mm-hmm. In the pros, you get to slow it down a little bit. But I think a lot of boxers coming out of the UK, Cuba, like they, they – they stick to the more Olympic style fighting. Whereas New York, it's kind of, you, you have, or not New York, America, you have that swag about you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was the New York jumping out of me. But um, I think that it's also going to be interesting to see Joshua in the U S you know, with, and how many people are there to support him to, to see him fight there or, or if they're going to support the hometown, you know, that that's a it's a it's a big opportunity and then him not really being in that kind of setting where he may walk into a stadium full of booze yeah why people wanting to see him fail yeah it, it might be different it might be a different feeling for him as as much as you want to say like shit like that don't bother you that at some point that it could it don't have to be the first round if he gets to the seventh round he's like damn they still it, and they're still <laughs> booing me like you know what i mean He's got to have. I think if he if he comes in with the right mentality, I feel like he might fare well against American fighters. But he's I, definitely gonna have more trouble. Yeah, I, I think that like between the style and just the hometown advantage of American fighters, it's it's a little bit more ruthless. Yeah. Okay. All right. So last thing, who was that fighter that was talking mad wild? <laughs> he's talking crazy. No he's, pun intended. Sounded like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Who, who oh, Keith about? Thurman versus Pacquiao. Yeah. I personally think that Thurman is is probably going to lose, bro. I mean, as as a as good of a fighter as he is, I feel like he's never he's never faced a power like Pacquiao. And Pacquiao's old, but he's got old man fists now. <laughs> they rocks. They don't they just, got the They got callous. They're hard, and and he's he's a go 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 fighter. Yeah. It's not going to be. It's it, it's pressure. It's relentless punching. It's like um, a, a Hispanic fighter mentality. Yeah, mentality. They're very. I don't want to say aggressive. They they they're foot forward. They're, they're foot forward, forward fighters. The fight. But uh, but Pacquiao also Pacquiao's forward. also yes he also knows how to move. You know, and as long as he keeps his feet moving, I think that if he keeps Thurman guessing, it, Thurman's going to be in for a harder fight than he suspects. He thinks that his young his 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 ability to be so young is going to be able to get him through. But I, I mean, I've seen. I've seen him duck a few fighters that he should have fought just like, you know, and, 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 and just to make sure that he's still a, a name in the game. If, if it's coming from my opinion, and of course I can't really speak on his behalf, but there, there should have been a couple of fights that he should have, that he should have already have taken that he has not taken yet. And to try to take Pacquiao and yeah. think that you're, think that you're just going to have an easy fight because he's getting, because he, he's getting, he, he's, he thinks he's over the hill, but nah, he's still at the top. He better be able to cash the check that his mouth is talking right now. Um, I would talk about <laughs> the NBA playoffs, but nothing else is new besides the sweeping of the uh, Portland Trailblazers. But I mean, let's be honest. We all knew that was going to happen. 
Portland Trailblazers. Whoa, 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 whoa! Did you know what was gonna happen? They had no I KD. Know, I thought it was gonna be closer. Um, no, I I knew wholeheartedly that the Portland Trail. Cause you gotta look at it this way: Portland Trailblazers have two, two, two players, and their best two players are only good on one end of the basketball. And no, I'm sorry, their top three players are only good on one side of the basketball, and their next. No, I'm sorry. They're top four players. <laughs> like it, it keeps getting bigger. Either way, um, they have not one defensive uh, specialist that can hit a three pointer as well. Alpha Rukaminu oh, okay. shooting um, what 31, 32% from the three is not going to cut it. Uh, he, this man has never averaged. When you said the defensive player that can hit threes, I was about to say, yeah, they got some defensive players. Barely. But that could hit Mo, three. Mo, He's Mo, Mo Harkless. But that's why I said he killed my argument when he says shoot three because I was I was slick about to say Evan Turner. <laughs> oh my whoa, God! Whoa, no. whoa. Jesus Oops. Lord! Evan Turner gets smoked by everybody, and I mean that everybody. man don't get smoked by everybody. Then he gets smoked by the best players because that's typical who he damn their own. Nah, he gonna get smoked by the vast majority. The day I see Evan Turner get a, a, a all defensive vote is the day I I retire from basketball effectively immediately. Um, but that's not the point. The point is but, that the Portland Trail Players just stand on a shooter's but, chance in the world fighting these boys. But hold on, but but this is what I'm saying. Like I obviously thought the Warriors were gonna win the series, but mm-hmm. once KD went down, I thought the series. I didn't think it was gonna be a sweep. You know what I mean? I mean they yeah. took the overtime once. They they one one game came down to the last shot. You know what I mean? Like that was a closer series than you're making it seem like. No, no, no. You know what you got to think I, I about that? Like, I feel like but. they was going to sweep with KD, but I do feel bad for them boys for them to have played that closely every game and lose every game. Every game. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad because them last three, boy, they hung in there. When I say hung in there, but they was in there, boy. And they're getting, produ- they're getting production from – Random people, Seth Curry Fact. going off one game. They got Myers Leonard going off in the last game. Like you know Fact what I mean? Like, 30. Nah, check this out. Check this out though. Um, I know you guys. It may seem like a distant memory to you because of the whole my my antics when it comes to this player. But you guys don't remember how they played against the New Orleans Pelicans last year, first round. The Trailblazers. Yeah, I remember. I remember when they, when they got when they got when they got swept by that team. So why on earth you thought? It wouldn't happen with the Golden State Warriors, and they damn near have the same roster. Is beyond me. Um, we all know the only reason they beat the Nuggets is because, let's face it, the Portland Trailblazers just so happen to have been in the playoffs what five straight years now, six straight years. Um, I think, I think, I think they're more than capable of handling uh, a hurt Jamal Murray, um, an inexperienced Jokic. Paul Millsap wasn't going to be able to do it on his own. He's just not at that point in his career anymore. And literally no one else on that bench. They should have played IT. If they would have played IT, they definitely would have advanced. Um, I think so, because, too. Because you have to have that one player who's capable of just scoring. Like, literally, it doesn't matter the, the moment that player could score. Well, and Denver did not have that player that was capable of doing that. Or, no, no, not capable, but they just didn't have the experience of doing it. In the exactly. Jamal Murray is capable they, of doing they it. They only have one person that could do it. So the, the one person That's that you left out of that, that large Denver Nuggets mix is Gary Harris. I think Gary Harris is an important part of that team. But you're right, he didn't have a good playoffs. And I think that, that – Nah, he had a great he had a great series against Portland. He just couldn't – he's just not a scorer. Yeah, I just think he's not that he's guy not a scorer. Yeah, he's not a scorer yet. He's – um it, the minute he takes that – um who's a, who's a two-way – the minute he takes that Jimmy Butler jump in scoring – 
then he'll be able to be like you know that Paul George dependable. The, dependable the, crazy thing is, the crazy thing is I've never seen it in him though. Like even when he was at Michigan State, I was like, when they drafted him, that house was like, Gary Harris. Who? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know who he was. I mean, he just he just don't do nothing for me. Like I, I'm I'm not watching the game just because he's he's playing. True. I, True. I need something else besides Gary Harris. He said, he said you're going to need to come with a better start at five than that. <laughs> I mean, listen, I I just wanted to make sure you guys realize the teams that Portland loses to. They lose to teams that are well-experienced. The Pelicans had so much playoff experience on that team. It was just underrated. Um, it's And they were led by Rondo. Led by Rondo and the two-way talents of both AD and Drew Holiday, the mm-hmm. the Pelicans didn't stand a chance against that that trio. Um, mm-hmm. Rondo, Rondo, and then Drew Holiday taking whichever player uh, was ball dominant that game, and then Rondo being able to communicate what's going on behind him with AD covering just in case. And God forbid they would have had DeMarcus Cousins. Um, they they destroyed them. So now you're going up against a Golden State team that not only now has the no pressure of winning. They get to play their game, which is everyone touches the ball, which is why I say that the best way to beat a team in the playoffs is to let their best player go off. Now, why? Because Philadelphia, the 76ers, for whatever reason, felt the need to double team Kawhi, which is why they lost the series. They made the game seven, but they could have won in six if they didn't spend game five double teaming Kawhi Leonard in the first quarter. Why would you let players get comfortable with the ball in the beginning part of the game? Let the, let the star player do it because you know Kawhi is going to get his 45. You know what I'm saying? Let him get 45, 47, all that good stuff, and that gives you a, a, a fighter's chance in the end of the game. You let the other players around him touch the ball and feel comfortable in that game, and then he has to pass out of the double team later, they're going to smoke you. Kyle Lowry was buns every time Kawhi scored more than 30. He was buns. So why on earth you would allow let 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 Kawhi Leonard do his thing? Literally take everyone else out the game, which is why in the first round when KD was healthy going up against the Clippers, the Clippers know they couldn't stop KD. You know who they tried to stop instead? Everybody else. That's why people are like, "Oh, where's Steph Curry? Where's Steph Curry?" He was getting locked up. He was getting locked <laughs> up, put in the clinker. You know why? Because it was like, well, let KD score his forty. Let let him score forty five. Because he's gonna tire. If even if he doesn't tire out, he can't score all eighty nine points. It is to win. He just won't do it in the playoffs. He just won't do it in the playoffs. You, you got a point, but I ain't letting nobody score no forty fucking seven. Why not? I'm sorry. Why not? I mean, no, no. I ain't letting makes, nobody he, score no forty. So, so, nah, so he make, he makes a valid point. The, the nah, he make, this was, he's, he's making a good point, but I'm not letting anybody score forty seven. Why not? Why not? You're gonna be you're gonna be like, hey, go out there and try to stop. You know you can't stop him. So what you gonna be like, hey, listen, man, contain him. You you think you're gonna you think you're gonna contain Kevin Durant under 30 in the playoffs? Playoffs. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna contain he had no, 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 no. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna let you score your 45. 47 is different Bro, the very the very next game KD went out, they I think they broke the record for least amount of isolation plays in the Steve Kerr era. Like they, they only ran, I think, two in the whole game. Are you kidding me? You let that's what you want the Golden State Warriors to do. They are a machine. You want them to be stopped by that machine. 
Like, that's why everyone's like, oh, they play better without KD. You're damn right they play better without KD. You know why? Because KD is a Hall of Fame ISO scorer. Now, granted, he's a willing passer. He loves to swing the ball. But more times than not, KD is dribbling the ball up court, maybe get a little pick, hit you with an in and out, pull up, bang, we're going back down the other way. You know what I'm saying? Let him do that all game. Because let's say, um, for example, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry only takes four shots a game. Not four shots a game. He only takes four shots. And and Kawhi took, what, 35 that one game? He only took four. So, and then, so, you then, think, so, so do you think that's the basis of Kevin Durant's game? The basis of it? What, isolation scoring? Yeah. He doesn't have to call, like, it'll clear out. But absolutely. It's not like he's a spot-up shooter. He can do so it. He could do it so with you, great efficiency. So, you, so let me ask you, would you say that's the reason why him and Westbrook could never get over the hump? Because of Kevin Durant's play style? Well, no, I don't, I don't think it was that. I think OKC did a poor job of replacing James Harden. Um, KD and Russell Westbrook were never enough to win a championship. They were enough to maybe almost get there. They were enough to almost get there, but they were never enough to win it, bro, because they couldn't win it with, I, when, when they had Harden. No, I, I agree with you saying, but I, I can't say that – they the the answer to their problems was they didn't replace James Harden because they didn't even know what they had in James Harden. No, they knew what they had, which is why he was drafted number three overall, and then he won a six it's, man a year. They but, knew what but they I had. Think, I think it's also why they let him go because, like you said, I, I think it goes back to what Carson was trying to get at: is KD is at least a four dribble guy. You know what I mean? KD wants to put it on the floor, dribble at least three to four times. You know what I mean? Russ is like a ten dribble guy. <laughs> Russ Russ don't spot up nothing. Russ needs to go to the basket. He needs like six to ten dribbles to do it. And then James Harden is almost a ten dribble guy now too. So it's like how many how many times can you dribble the ball in one possession? Yeah, all right, first of all, they're both not that ball dominant. I need you to cut it out. Well, no, Who? James Harden is. James Harden is. I was gonna say um, what? That's that's what I was gonna say. James Harden the, the, the James Harden takes ten dribbles. Said. He takes ten dribbles the minute like everyone spreads out. It's like he already got like seven of those dribbles before they even finish spacing out. Exactly. Um, but I think – all right, let me put it like this, all right, because um, that OKC comment, I just think they've always had the – they just didn't have the right coach. Um, I know that for a fact. They, they've they done a horrible job picking coaches out and why they're still waiting. Why they haven't called Mark Jackson is beyond – why three teams Do haven't have called Mark GM? Jackson is beyond, huh? Do they have the same gym? Yes, they have the had? same. Yes, since yes, yeah. the very That's day the one. Why, I mean, why the, my, the biggest the biggest reason OKC didn't work to me was they tried to they tried to hire a, a high school I mean a college coach to coach two superstars in the NBA, right? right. And a college coach who I don't even think he deserved to get called up. To be honest with you, he had two good years at Florida. Then he had some decent runs, but other than right. that, I mean, he he didn't really show me nothing in Florida to get an NBA job. I think that was the inside got like job, like someone recommended Billy Donovan because that that hire, I was angry as if I was an OKC fan, and I think this was around time that I really wasn't a, I wasn't like I hated them, but I was just like, and eh, you know, they they did my boy James Harden dirty because he they didn't want to give him his money. Um, now with that being said, like I said, there's three teams that it just is beyond me as to why you haven't called Mark Jackson yet, the same guy that developed uh, Draymond Green and Clay, turned Clay Thompson into a, a two-way monster, um, is beyond me. And so with that being said, I think OKC this offseason should definitely fire their GM. I know they won't do it because they're big on loyalty and family, and 
I hear that. But if he keeps drafting and signing the same players to OKC, which is athletic people with long arms that can't shoot threes, um, I'm sorry. I think it's either time to change the method or change the person who's behind the method. And, um, yeah, that, that's, that's what needs to happen. Because you know what I would like to see happen, even though it's a, it's a, ooh, it's a long shot? Um, I would like to see Russ converted into a shooting guard. Um, and I would find a way to either pair him up with a point guard that can shoot really well, score really well. Um, hell, if I'm OKC, I'm calling the Knicks. I'm calling the who? About, about Dennis Smith Jr. Mm. Now, I know I just uh-huh. said shoot before you guys shoot me. I know I just said shoot, but hear me out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hear me out. Because Dennis Schroeder is not going to resign. Uh, I think I think Smith? every – Yeah, no, Dennis, no, Dennis Schroeder. That's on the – Oh, Schroeder for the OKC. Yeah. yeah, I think he's a free agent, and I don't, I'm pretty – I'm almost confident he wants to be a starter, even though I think personally he should just take the, the Lou Williams man. role. Yeah, just be yeah. a six man. Just be a six man. Like, and that's perfect. People, players need to really understand. Like, that is a perfectly fine role, and I, I think would, it's. I would, I would love the six man role. Right. Oh, yeah, like, I'm playing. I'm playing against guys normally who, in some cases, more. Well, no, during the regular season, there's times more more than not where I'm facing a player that, and may sound harsh, but doesn't belong in the league, who just might be playing because of injuries. You know what I'm saying? Like and on a switch, I'm playing somebody who is very well G League material. And if I'm Dennis Schroeder, and I just played against so and so in starting lineups, and I've been, you know, what I'm saying like this is this is this is barbecue chicken. That's a fact. I'm going to the rack. That's that's what I was gonna say. People 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 like I guess they assume that the six man doesn't yield the type of respect that they want. But you're right, man. If I Jamal could, if Crawford, I, if I could be a six man coming to the game and. Like you said, Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford lead their team in scoring. You can't deny right. it. You can't. Right. You can't deny the fact that I am a crucial part of this team. You know what I mean? Right. If you right. if you're coming off the bench and you averaging fifteen to twenty five anywhere in that range, you are a crucial part of that team that they cannot do without. I think I honestly think Lou Williams was snubbed of his All Star appearance last year. Like that man was a legitimate All Star coming off the bench. And the league would just like, well, how do we justify somebody off the bench being an all-star? Why? Because he was an all-star in his role. Like, like, okay, maybe that's the wrong way to say it because there's a lot of all-stars in their role. Like, I think Draymond Green for his role is an all-star, but he's not an all-star caliber player, if that makes sense. But people like, consider was, him an all-star? When people no, talk pe- about- people, well, people consider Donald Trump to be their president, but that doesn't make it okay. That doesn't make it make sense. Um, that's just the reality of the situation, like. Draymond is just so happens to be on the best system. No, well, the second best system, I think, in the league behind the Spurs because the Spurs made it to the playoffs and, almost, and took Nuggets seven games with what they have, which is they're missing their all-star point guard. Uh, they're relying on two players who restrict, like they only shoot twos, they only um, shoot. and they they almost advanced to the second round. But um, with that being said. You know, Draymond is the captain of a team that features two Hall of Fame shooters before I even get to the rest of the resume. A Hall of Fame scorer and um, ba- and good basketball players who know how to play the game of basketball. Iggy, Livingston, they're players who came into the league uh, based on their basketball talent. Like Iggy was athleticism and all that good stuff, but he learned how to play the game behind AI and behind some pretty good coaching out there in Philly. 
And then Sean Livingston was a point guard. So he already knew the game of basketball. So Draymond is literally just like Steph Curry. They're, they're in the perfect situations, literally the perfect situation. And I think the only players that can excel really well once they leave that situation would be uh, Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson. I think if Draymond loses those two players, unless somebody else assigns, uh, he'll probably score more for sure. He'll probably jump up to about 16, 17 points per game. But, um, yeah, all-star no more. <laughs> all-star, bye-bye. Well, his assist numbers would definitely drop. You know what I mean? Right. So – 